This is HPR episode 1792 entitled, An Interview with Andrea Frost. It is hosted by David Whitman and is about 10 minutes long. The summary is, David Whitman interviews Andrea Frost during Linux Fest Northwest. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. David Whitman here. I'm at Linux Fest Northwest, and I'm talking to somebody, and I'm going to have her introduce herself so I get it correct. <laughs> I'm Andrea Frost, and I'm a student at Western Washington University getting a master's in computer science, and I'm an active member of the Association for Women in Computing, and I'm also, I have a startup to open a code school in Bellingham, Washington. A startup? Yes, a startup. <laughs> okay, very good. I want to jump back to the women in computing. Can you explain to the Hacker Public Radio audience what that is? Oh, well, we're a club at Western Washington University within the Computer Science Department, and it's mainly focused on diversity and networking, professional development, um, you know, company talks, going to companies and seeing them, doing, like, um, salary negotiation or resume workshops, or we're hosting an open source day next week, and we have hackathons, and just a a plethora of events um, all built around um, community and computer science. Okay. What year are you in school? I'm getting a master's in computer science. So you're Uh, at year five, is that right? No, I actually have a German degree. My bachelor was in German uh, ten, ten some years ago. So I, I'm a returning student, and I meant to get a math degree, um, but I took computer science as my a prerequisite for the math program my first quarter back in school, and I've been hooked ever since. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't really know what computer science was before that, so um, now I've been doing computer science for three years, and I'm one year away from getting a master's. Wow. So yeah. you've been busy. And Very busy. You yes. know German fairly well, huh? Jawohl. <laughs> Can you say... Hacker Public Radio in German? I mean, it's probably just Hacker Public Radio. I want the German listeners to check that out and let us know whether that's okay. So, um, the open source part of your interests, can you explain a little bit about that? Well, I, I just am, I really believe that it's important to, to share and build community, and I think that open source contribution in general, like, is where you can work together with a team on whatever project you want. I mean, there's so many options, and the community for open source tends to be very inviting and open, and just like we met yesterday, you yes. know, and we're having this conversation now, you know, it's a... Uh, um, it's just a very interesting group of people, and there are so many ways to be involved that you can actually choose what level you'd like to be at. And we really wanted to bring that experience of what it's like to work with open source to the students at Western. So this is our first time ever doing an open source day, and it's on May 9th, and we're pretty excited. <laughs> so what, 
who's invited to the Open Source Day and what kind of projects are you focusing on there? So it's our primary audience is students, so Western students, um, so Western Washington University students, uh, Bellingham Technical College, Whatcom Community College, Northwest Indian College, high schools, middle schools, or, you know, anyone from schools, basically anywhere in our area. Um, and then we're, it's open to the public as well. And so we're basically just trying to create an opportunity for people to learn. If you want to you know, know what open source is and figure out how to get involved, here's a workshop to help you get started. Okay, do you have vendors that are coming then for presentations there? Or are yeah. you having tables set up or a fair? Or how is it organized? Um, so we're, it's not like a job fair at all. In the morning we have, we have a keynote speaker who is mainly a Drupal developer and he's going to speak about what open source is, like why do we care about it, and we're going to do a Git tutorial, so an interactive okay. Git tutorial for the morning. And then the lunchtime will be a uh, panel discussion on diversity, ethics, and history of open source. And then the entire afternoon session will all be focused on finding a project and contributing in some way with the help of mentors that are present in the room. So. Is there going to be a website for the Open Source Day where people can check out what's going on and what's happened? Oh, yes, absolutely. Hand me that flyer. <laughs> Which one are we looking at? The green one. Okay. <laughs> You're good at giving orders, and I like that. <laughs> okay, so it's www. Uh, excuse me, www.edu/emarket/open-source-day, and um, you can find information about that also by looking up the Association for Women in Computing at Western Washington University. So that's the AWC at WWU. Um, that's kind of a mouthful, but... Um, I, I will get the um, websites and put them in the show notes so people oh, can great, look them great, up. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah, so um, we are currently looking for financial sponsors for the event. Um, we've had a really hard time getting um, any supporters. So we've, okay. got, we've got mentors, which is great, um, but it takes, you know, it costs money to put on an event and... We got um, hackathons and things like that tend to be an easy sell for companies, and it was really surprising actually to find out that the open source community was a little less likely to donate to our cause, but we are doing our best to bring open source to the community here at Western Washington University. <laughs> now, that was the, the money I gave yesterday was going for that. That's right. Because the, um, I was um, asked for a donation yesterday, and I gave <laughs> because I really like the project here and the... Um, I think I offered a check, and there was like um, some shrinking back. Do you know what a check is? Um, I absolutely. I have a checkbook. Okay. I write checks. Yeah. <laughs> some um, don't. <laughs> well, there's also. I'm I'm one of the organizers of the event, so I think the person you talked to yesterday didn't know who to make the check out to. <laughs> okay, right. That's fine. <laughs> just I just find that interesting because um, of my age, checks are. A, my primary source of paying bills. <laughs> mm -hmm. I yeah. I love. I love. I still use checkbooks all the time. Um, and we also, people, you're, if, if anyone wants to donate to um, to contribute to our event and be a sponsor, they can also contact the computer science department at Western Washington University. Okay. So we have, um, you have a lot going on at your table, and you have a little, a little bits, what is this called, a cord? Uh Oh, well, this is so Little Bits is a company that basically does really accessible circuitry. So you can just clip magnetic piece, color coded magnetic pieces together. This particular kit is the synth kit, so it's a music kit. You can make music with it. Um, on the other end of the table, we have the deluxe kit, which is 
kind of like a deluxe starter kit. Um, but then you can also buy individual pieces. If, you, if, they, if your kit is missing a piece that you want, you can actually go and buy that individual piece. Um, and we love them. We use them for an outreach program we do in Bellingham School District, which is called the Creators and Innovators Club for Girls. And we is our it was our pilot program this year, first time ever giving it a go. And instead of 15 or 20 girls, we ended up with 60 girls. So um, it's been an interesting challenge trying to find robots for 60, 60 girls. Um, but Little Bits have been a really great introduction for them to thinking about how circuits work and just in general um, getting excited about technology in a really accessible way. <clears throat> and with that club, we've also done sewable circuits. So we use conductive thread and LED lights and actually sewed them into, okay. a, you know, some clothing. Yeah, um, very and nice. Certainly NXT robots are also great, great um, fun for kids. And yeah, and so next year we're expanding that program from one school to four schools. And so are you going for your PhD then so that you'll be around? Uh, well, I would love to get a PhD, but I also really want to live here in Bellingham. So um, okay. it presents an interesting challenge of having to move for five years or so. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm, I I'm, would very much like to get a PhD, so I just need to figure out where, where might be a good fit for that. Yeah, so... Um, you have a real interesting table. I'm just going to point out that the um, little bits is pink, and that's for the girls, correct? They kind of like the pink. Oh, or? so I'm going to stop you right there okay. because <laughs> I am not a fan of the pink is for girls and blue is for boys okay, thing. Good. Um, so little bits actually has there's there's blue, pink, green, and orange pieces. Okay. Blue is for power, pink is for input, green is for output, and orange is just basically an extender piece or a loop or something like that. Okay. Um, and then you can hit, hook Arduinos into them and stuff like that. Oh, wow. um, but the, the pink is, is really just another color in the array of colors um, to distinguish one piece from another. Um, but I would not say that it's focused on girls. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite color? <laughs> um, well, as you can see from my hat, I like all colors. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> since we don't have a picture, it's nice. No, very colorful hat. So. Okay, I don't want to take all of your time today, but um, thank you for sharing with us. And how can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more and they want to leverage your expertise and your involvement in the projects? Well, um, I, uh, my server's turned off on my website right now, so um, I'll just go ahead and give my email, which is andreafrost at hotmail.com. Okay. And you can always find me through the Association for Women in Computing at Western Washington University as well. Okay. So. Thank you very much for speaking. You'll be able to find your episode on hackerpublicradio.org. Oh, great. And um, one last thing I totally forgot. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, I am opening a code school, so you can also find me through codelily.education, spelled all the way out. So. Okay. And I might ask you, what's your favorite text editor? Text editor? Um, Sublime Text. Love okay. it. Sublime? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love Sublime. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Andrea, and um, we'll your episode will be posted it's around 20 days out right now all right well thank, thank you. you thank you for the interview you've been listening to hacker public radio at hackerpublicradio.org we are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday monday through friday today's show like all our shows was contributed by an hbr listener like yourself if you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. 
Eka Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.